0: Hi, my name is Rochelle Grow, and I'm obsessed with all things business, especially networking. Oftentimes, the opportunities that we have in business and even personally comes down to who we know. I love helping people build a thriving network with genuine people, even if they are new to the game, afraid to say the wrong thing, or need a reminder to just do it. I'm a California transplant living in Northern England who's taken her business chops from California to New York and now the U.S. to the U.K. I work from home and run two businesses. No matter if you're a networking beginner or not, I can teach you the step-by-step behind-the-scenes secrets to building a network that you love. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be encouraged and have some fun while you learn. This is Allergic to Small Talk by Cut Class. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Allergic to Small Talk podcast. You can catch me here every Thursday, or you can see me live every Thursday on Insta at Let's Cut Class or on my personal Instagram, It's Row Grow. You can also say what's up to me and my free Facebook group called Allergic to Small Talk. All right, let's get into today's episode. I have a lot of girlfriends and guy friends that dress really well. I've never been a natural at picking out clothes, colors, or textures that look great on me. It's probably one of my most least favorite things to do. There have been plenty of times where I've shown up to a dinner or a birthday and everyone seemed to be on point when it came to what to wear and I kind of showed up missing the mark. The worst part about this is I was a director of operations for a fast fashion company at one point, and I really dreaded having to dress the part. I was always worried my team would think I didn't dress well. I've never kept up with fashion trends, which labels are hot, or even have a celebrity icon. I guess it's sort of safe to say I'm a bit challenged in this area. Are you the one in your friend group that isn't fashion forward? or show up to an event, whether it's networking, work-related, or online, sort of missing the mark as to what to wear? If you can relate, I have a very special guest that you're gonna love. Her name is Laura Fama. She's a creative powerhouse and an expert in the fashion business. Laura is a modern-day visionary, podcast host, mentor, and designer who loves to eat. After a decade in fashion and starting her career at the age of 22, she founded Colt Streetwear brand Dime Piece. Her designs have been seen on Rihanna, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Kylie Jenner, Hailey Baldwin, Nicki Minaj, and so much more. Laura and Elizabeth Garcia co-host the Conscious Kitchen podcast, where they cook up authentic, conscious conversations that feature people from around the globe who are ahead of their game and writing their own roles. Laura is also a coach and mentor for her why, and currently lives in Madrid. On today's show, Laura is going to share her top three insights on personal styling based on her experience, her background in fashion, and travels around the world. Insight number one is use what you currently have. Insight number two: go with your gut feeling and listen to your mood. And insight number three is dress the part. Dress up to show up for yourself and get that boost of confidence. As Laura goes through each of her insights, take a look at how you can apply them to you and your life, and maybe it'll make getting ready for your next big event so much easier. I won't make you wait any longer. Let's meet Laura. Laura Fama in the house. Woo!
1: (laughs) Thanks, babe. Wow, what a great intro. Thank you so much.
0: You're super welcome. So I did give you a great intro. However, I always like to have my listeners hear it from my guests from their own words. Like when people say, like, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you say?
1: I am a multi-hyphenate for sure. But <laughs> I guess I was, I guess that, that whole new term multi-hyphenate is like a new trend. But truly, I have had literally have been doing it all from A to Z. Since co-founding you know, a brand, you kind of have to know everything. You have to dive into getting your hands dirty. You have to learn how to make your own like graphic designs through your software programs. You have to learn how to network. You have to learn how to like generate sales. So I kind of did it all, at, like starting a, a streetwear brand. And it was really fun because our, our brand was about female empowerment. So it was about communicating like political female empowerment statements like on graphic t-shirts just to like create that sensational feeling or that kind of I don't know that dialogue with someone that you would see walking down the street or you know make people think so I think that was kind of like our thing with the brand and stuff so but yeah also yeah I'm a I'm a networker I love people I love to eat and my why is currently is to give value insight inspiration so that's my why and
0: yeah Excited to be on the podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. You know, we are, as you know, humans, we're just super diverse, right? And and not just like how we think, not just how we act, but also like our physical bodies. And there are like literally millions of like shoulder widths, waist sizes, booty sizes, busts, bicep circumference, and like the list can go on. And retailers, you know, like given your background in fashion, like you cannot mass produce like varying sizes to fit all of our diverse bodies. Right. So like what we see like in stores and online is almost like a facade and it leaves a lot of people like confused. Right. Like, can you just give us a little insight on kind of how the mindset from like a retailer or a producer like works when it comes into creating clothes, because I think sometimes people get really challenged with seeing what's already out there, but not really understanding that it may not work for them, but it works for the business, right?
1: Yeah, no, totally. I'm only going to speak from my my personal point of view, but when we were designing clothes for Dying Piece, we created it in very unisex. So we created like, you know, from extra small to extra large majority of the time because I grew up in Southern California. So most of the time you'll see people wearing jeans, a basic t-shirt and a cap, like a cotton like dad hat or a trucker hat or a dad hat. So we kind of stuck to that. You know, we didn't really stick with a lot of like female silhouettes like dresses or things like that because Mm -hmm. overall it sold better for us. Right. You know, so I, I really think that don't, hinder going into unisex styling like you don't have to always just buy if you like a certain style or a cut it doesn't have to be just like found in the female section like you could dress in the men's section i think that's cool like androgyny and like unisex and like non-gender like outfits is the future you know so that's cool you know not just having to like okay i'm only going to shop in the women's section i gravitate more a lot to more men's designs because i love more of like the cut and like the boxy way it looks and drapes on on my body and the design. So totally. like don't don't limit yourself to just the female side of the shopping set the shopping side to a, a store.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I like I even steal like my husband's like his dress shirt sometimes. If I just want something really big, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I steal that and I style it with like chunky jewelry or something. Or if I want like a big baggy like jean jacket that I can't get in a female size, I'm just like, hey, honey, can I borrow like your jean jacket? Because it just looks better. Like it does. It just looks so much grip better on my body. Cool. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Let's get into insight number one, which is use what you currently have.
1: Yeah, so I grew up like buying clothes like in the form of like fast fashion. Like I'd always like be really excited about shopping at like Forever Twenty One when it was yes! like back to, like yeah, it's like back to school with my mom. Like this has been ingrained into me since I was a kid. I realized like into now fast forwarding understanding that I actually have like a buying addiction and like understanding like I didn't realize until this year that I actually had a really serious buying addiction and understanding because oh, like I was like okay like. Why do I have all these like really crazy? Sometimes I'd go into a store and like kind of black out and just like get all these things and then feel really guilty after. Yeah. And I I don't know if you ever had that, but it was a form of addiction. It was a form of addiction. So I was like basically trying to like understand, like just understanding, okay, Laura, like since we're on a budget, you're not traveling so much. You don't need to like have so much clothing. Use what I currently have in the wardrobe I have in now. Right. And and training and retraining myself to using what I have now, like staying away from fast fashion and like just shift, just think of more shopping consciously and shopping for things that I'll keep in for like the next, you know, four to five years. Yeah. Like staple pieces, you know? Totally.
0: So just give people a background on like what, what is fast fashion and how can we get, how do people get lured into it?
1: Well, fast fashion is things that have a turnover rate of, I mean, weekly. Zara is a perfect example of, you know, they'll never produce that same article of clothing again, but they'll have a new retail um, assortment on the floor every week, you know, and it's paying their, like the, you know, the foreign workers, their outsourced workers in China or India, a really extremely low say, salary, you know, or, you know, based off of how much they get paid per garment that they sew. Right. And a lot of the fast fashion are made are made from horrible chemical dyes, not sustainable cottons, really bad working conditions, you know, so, but the reason why we have fast fashion is because like Forever 21 and Zara, they create such a low margin of clothing right. that they can, uh, I'm sorry, low cost of the clothing that so they can create a large margin mm-hmm. for, for them to profit off of. And they don't care if it's if it's made from, you know, chemical dyes that run into like the water of the, of the you know, in uh, the local country or the local city and goes into the drinking water to you know other people. Right. So people don't care. Like some people just don't care, especially with all these fast fashion companies. So now uh, everyone is talking about like conscious living, conscious fashion, right. you know, or shopping secondhand. Yeah. So I kind of learned to use what I have and I stopped buying things just for the gram. Like I used to shop, I used to shop so much just to, you know, for outfits, for Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Like now I just keep, I keep, I use the things that make me feel and look like I look and feel comfortable in. And if it doesn't fit you anymore, like I usually donate it or resell it on Depop or there's like applications called like the Real Real or the Poshmark, you know, so you don't just throw away your clothing. You know, the average person throws away about 70 pounds of clothing, a waste of waste a year. Wow. which is a lot yeah so the reason why i stop i'm saying this use what you have now is to also be imaginative with your outfit choices and also stop creating waste that you know we we create and decrease as much waste as humanly possible
0: yeah and i think it's like fast fashion companies make you feel like because there's new styles hitting the floor every week right and i think that can really play into somebody's psyche of having to like look a certain way because that's the new thing that's in the store, and what's but really what it is is that it's this big fashion giant that's just like cranking out as much as they can to keep appealing to the appetite of people that are craving these new styles. When really it's like people can't necessarily afford to even keep up with that. Like it's just not exactly. It's yeah. not. It's not sustainable financially, yeah. and it's also not sustainable mentally. It's like even now, right? Like, as you're saying, like, buying clothes for, like, the gram and whatever. Like, obviously, I'm making these, like, silly little reels and whatever. But even, like, making reels, like, I feel like, oh, God, like, I feel like I'm going to need, like, new clothes because people are going to see, like, all the stuff I have because I don't really have a big closet. And, you know, you moved to, like, Europe, right? Like, you don't have a lot of space, dude. Like, you don't. And I've lived in California, New York, California, England, and then, like, back to America and back to England. So I've like minimalized my life like so much. I'm just like, yo, I need clothes. It fits good. It's cool. And so it is like, it can seem daunting when you see all this stuff on the gram or you see like these stories coming out with all these fashion trends and you feel like tempted to have to give into that. So cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was trying to like tell my boyfriend's younger sister, Senya, yesterday, she came over and she's like, yeah, like I want these new Jordans. And I'm trying to tell her like, you know, it's good to, you know, buy things that you're going to invest in staple pieces that are going to give you long lasting wear, things that you're really going to love that won't go out of trend. Right. I think the point is to like, think about not the trend at the moment, but think about the trend. Think about what's going to be cool in the next year. think about What's going to be cool in the next eight months. Like, don't try to look beyond the trend. You know, I was trying to tell her that just so she could you know, either use that hundred euros to invest into other things like uh, into learning or into like sports or into into that instead of, you know, buying that fast fashion piece that's really ended up being really bad for the environment. You know, gonna you're going to end up throwing it away in a few months, you know, things like that. So just be more thoughtful of, of what you what you choose to buy.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Cool. All right. Let's get into insight number two. I really like this one. Go with your gut feeling and listen to your mood. So can you explain what that means?
1: Yeah. I mean, listen to your gut feeling, like, go off the vibe of, you know, if you're feeling sexy, dress sexy. If you're feeling like you want to, you know, zhuzh it up, like, you could wear, like, maybe a vintage lingerie piece with, like, an oversized, like, blazer, you know? So, I think really, you know, listening to yourself. If you're feeling cozy, if you want to wear oversized things, that's cool, but make sure, like, you accentuate your waist, you don't lose your curves, you know? Your curves as a woman is what makes you powerful, let's say. So, Also, if you want to dress sporty, you know, um, like you were saying about, you know, accessorizing with like some gold or silver chain earrings or hoops, you know, you could do that with maybe some sort sportier pieces, you know, with maybe your yoga pants, but like, you know, put on a cute chain or something like that. So I definitely think like really understanding your vibe and mood, even if you're feeling really down in the morning, like, and you want a mood booster, like maybe add some color in your life. You know, adding some cool nudes, deep greens, like maybe dashes of yellows or blues, that could really help like make you feel
0: happier overall. I really like a couple of things that you've said so far. What like <laughs> which I think that it kind of does a little bit of, like, mind flip, right? So number one is, like, hey, don't just shop in, like, your gender section. Like, that was, like, super, super cool. And I also really love the fact that you're, like, hey, don't be afraid to throw on, like, your yoga pants with, like, some jewelry and, like, just totally, like, shift the entire mood of what you're wearing. Like, you could still dress comfy but still make it, like, fashion and add a a little trend to it. That's super cool. I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, just listen to your mood and, like, you know – And listen to your intuition. Like, I think in the morning, like, you should be excited to dress yourself. Like, not only does it come with your, not only is it, like, your wardrobe, but also, like, making sure, like, you're getting ready for the next season, right? Like, so if it's spring and summer, like it's time to start storing some of your winter clothes away and start like refreshing your, your your summer stuff. Like take out your dresses and your skirts and your tank tops, you know, make sure you you give them a good wash, a good steam. So like when you step into your wardrobe, you're super excited about it, you know? And you're like, everything's organized. Like Marie Kondo your closet and get excited. <laughs> and,
0: and yeah, yeah, and feel excited. And, that, and, and it really and, works, right? Like Marie Kondo really works.
1: Yeah. Yes, Marie Kondo. If you guys don't know Marie Kondo, I mean, just Google her. She's like the uh, like the queen of feng shui your closet. Getting rid of things that don't fit you anymore. Getting rid of stuff that has holes in them. Like yeah. we all have like that pair of like underwear that has holes in it. It's like, <laughs> girl, just donate that. Throw it away. Recycle it. I don't know what you need to do. But, you know, and just so, you know, you have that refreshed wardrobe and you're not like down on yourself being like, oh my God, I have nothing to wear. It's like, no, you have plenty of stuff to wear, girl. You just need to make sure that it's steamed it's organized and it's clean, you know, and then whatever it is, you'll be happy to wear it and wear confidently, you know?
0: Yeah. I love that. That's super cool. Thank you. Cool. Mm -hmm. So let's get into insight. Number three, dress the part, dress up to show up for yourself and get that boost of confidence. What does that mean? Like explain that for me.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we live in like COVID times, like sometimes I'm going to be honest, like you're going to come out of the shower and then put your pajamas back on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's just a real deal. The no pan situation is a real deal. Yes. But, I mean, we really do, going into 2021, we do have to put a bit more effort. We want to come out of that haze and cloud that we were in for all 2020. You know, we want to feel confident, and confidence just honestly doesn't exude from wearing sweatpants. Yeah, That's just the reality of it. You know, I always try to prepare my outfit the day before, you know, getting that outfit. Yeah. Whether if even if you're trying to get that workout in and you want to feel that, you know, get inspired to work out, I always put like at least my pants and my sports bra next to my bed in the morning, just so I'm motivated and be like, Okay, I promised myself I was going to get up and be confident about working out. So just have it easily accessible next to your bed in the morning. So you don't make any excuses not to work out. That's one. And also like preparing your outfits. My friend Bea gave me this tip. So if you like any outfits like that you really love, like take a picture of it and make an album on your iPhone <laughs> and store those those amazing outfits that you love and put it into the album best outfits. So you save the hassle of creating a new one and just instead just pull it out of that folder that you have on your iPhone of best outfits. Oh my so, you gosh. It, outfits. So, yeah, so you have all your outfits. That's You have all your outfits categorized.
0: Yeah. Wow. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do after this podcast? (laughs) Let me go organize my outfits.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And the way, you know, the way we dress affects the way you feel and the way we feel affects our ability to get stuff done and also influence people. Totally. So I would definitely say invest in yourself and slightly upgrade the way you look every day. So you can really tackle it, tackle that day, kill that day, inspire someone and you know, dress up, dress, dress up, look sexy for your partner, look sexy for yourself, like whatever you need to do, just put a little bit more effort in every day.
0: Like if you're gonna get ready for like an interview for your podcast, or if you're getting ready for like, you know, maybe you're going to like an important like meeting right online or in person, like, what do you do to like pump you up for like those meetings? And like, how does those outfits like correlate to your mood, like kind of like walking into how, how you want to show up?
1: Yeah, I definitely think, as I said, you know, the mood booster colors, like on the podcast or the conscious kitchen, ah, okay. We, we make sure that we bring brightness and colorfulness mm-hmm. to the screen because it kind of just like it entices the brain to just like react and feel more happy. So like once you're, you know, obviously you jump on your Zoom calls, you know, add any fun accessories, like maybe get some like really cool, funky, like big earrings or like chunky gold hoops or something like that. Like, I love what you're doing, Rochelle, today, you're wearing a fun lip color, you know, like, that really adds, like, you know, or the blush, you know, making sure that you add some color that you're feeling vibrant, you're feeling that vitality, you know, you need to exude that for sure. Or, you know, just research a new hairstyle on YouTube. Yeah, you know, if you're tired of like, Oh, my God, my hair is always looking the same on zoom, like just do that research. And there's so much free stuff on TikTok and YouTube, just get inspired, you know, just to change it
0: up. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. Super cool. And I think that a lot of people right now, well, especially in England, like hairdressers aren't open, right? So, like, you got to get creative with how you're like showing up because you can't go get your hair dyed unless you want to go to like get some like crazy box dye from the grocery store. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. inspired, y'all. Get inspired. Yeah, get inspired.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there's so much free stuff on the internet and like just get some cute hair clips get some cute hair ties like put your hair in two buns i don't know but and or even order some cute uh, lip colors try a lip color you've never tried before try a style you never liked if you don't like it just return it there's like free returns on on all the online orders so just you know you got to step outside of your comfort zone and embrace you know just a new look yeah
0: I love it. Cool. Well, Laura, thank you so much for coming on today. I had so much fun with you. I've learned so much, and I cannot wait to take pictures of my favorite outfits. So before, yes. you go, thank you. So before you go, uh, can you just let let us know, like, dude, what are you up to? I know you have your fingers in a lot of pies. You have a lot of things going on, <laughs> but tell me, tell us what you're up to. Where can we find you? How can we support you?
1: Yeah. So. You could definitely support us on our podcast, the Conscious Kitchen Podcast, where me and Liz talk about conscious living, ethical living. You know, uh, you know, the kitchen is the heart of your home. So you know, you're just having a conversation with your homegirl about, you know, we talk about sexuality, we talk about wellness, we talk about finance. You know, all that kind of fun stuff. So you guys go ahead and check us out on the Conscious Kitchen Podcast, and I have so many cool like wellness recipes, tips on even period and like outfits too, on my website, laurafama.com. And you can check me out there and make sure you follow me on laurafama.com on Instagram. Stock me there. I'm always posting some fun content on there. Yes. Living in so, Madrid, Spain.
0: yes. so A lot of so fun good. stuff. Okay, cool. Well, guys, I will make sure to put all of Laura's contact information in the show notes. And Laura, thank you again so much. I really had such a great time with you today. Thank you so much, Rochelle. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Allergic to Small Talk podcast. I really loved all of Laura's insights, but some major takeaways for me were, number one, you don't have to just shop in your gender section. I mean, take a look at pop icons, Billie Eilish and Harry Styles. They both wear gender non-conforming clothing and look super cool. Number two, Add color and vibrancy to your wardrobe to get pumped up and put your best foot forward. Number three, don't be afraid to mix up some styles together. For example, if you want to wear fancy jewelry with casual clothes, do it. Number four, get inspired to use the clothes you already have by looking up some styles on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok. This trick can also help you to change up your hair too if you feel like it's getting a little stale and boring. What takeaways did you have from this episode? I would really love to hear it. So hit me up on Instagram at It's Row Grow or in my free Facebook group called Allergic to Small Talk. To find Laura's contact info, please go to letscutclass.com forward slash allergic to small talk and scroll down to episode 15. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Same time, same place. See ya.